What is up, guys? I am your host, Greg Lane, and welcome to Uncommon Sense. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my socialization and dating advice uh, series. And to kind of start things off, I want to kind of share my perspective on what you need to do before you actually go out, before you actually get to the bar or the nightclub, before you actually meet the girl or the guy, what you need to do in your own personal domain. You need to know and to accept what you're presenting, what you're portraying, and what you intend on sharing with those that you meet as you go out and enjoy your evening or enjoy your afternoon, depending on what kind of venue you're going to. So a common mistake that some individuals make, and this is a uh, shared mistake on guys and girls' parts, is that when they go out, they always want to put up a show. They want to put up a front. And here's my issue with that. The issue is is that some of them get into that, and they do it for the wrong reasons. If you just want to put up a show because you want to get laid, frankly, I think that's your prerogative, and if you don't intend on keeping it up, for the future, frankly, that's an easy show to put on. Not everyone can do the Broadway career and do a same show six nights a week, seven shows a week, because you got a matinee on Saturday, and somehow keep that track going all the way. But here's the other thing. Sometimes people will mistakenly dress for the wrong occasion. For instance... I don't think you need to wear a full suit or a full cocktail dress to go to a guy's bar. This is just my personal opinion, but I think it's too much. I think, depending on the bar you go to, it sends a vibe to the wrong kind of people that maybe you have money and why you're in this seedy spot. And not only that, but sometimes if you intend on doing certain things in the night, maybe you want to dress more for the task. I'm not saying you shouldn't uh, look nice, I'm not saying you shouldn't uh, put effort into your appearance, but I am saying that you should read the environment, read the room, read the situation that you think you're going to be in, and be prepared for it. And that actually extends a little bit to another portion of that, knowing your limitations. Now, the reason for that is that, frankly, I'm in a situation where I have to drive 30 minutes plus if I want to go to a place that I consider to be a good hangout. It's part of my geographic uh, situation. Having said that, though, that puts a limitation on how much I can actually indulge. That means I have a strict limitation on how much I can drink when I go out and when I can and can and have to stop drinking. And that's important because, hey, I'm all for having a fun night, but I'm trying to get home in one piece because I like all of my uh, Having said that, though, if you are in a situation where you're not going to drive, you're just, you live in the same city and you're in the means to just take an Uber to the bar, that's perfectly fine. However, that is a different kind of limitation, though, because although you can drink and maybe enjoy yourself a little bit more, you should also practice a certain amount of safety. Now, this is on guys' and girls' parts, because when you get to a certain level of intoxication, there are going to be individuals that maybe see that as an opportunity to take advantage of you, which is why you need to know your limit going into it. Because when you set your limit before you even go out and you write it down or you ironclad it in your head, 
it's much easier to stick to it. It makes it easier when you have a preset limit. If someone tries to get you to go beyond your limit, you can say, no, 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 I need to drive home tonight. No, 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 I know how much I've had uh, before it's too much. And by doing that, you can effectively stay within your parameters for safety. And when you're in your parameters of safety, you feel comfortable. And when you feel comfortable, you can be more yourself. And when you can be more yourself, you can ha genuinely have a lot more fun. Having said all that, though, there are also some things that maybe you should also be aware of style-wise. For the guys, frankly, I've talked to female friends of mine over the years, and I've also reviewed advice from several stylists through YouTube and other things. Frankly, the more accurate uh, thing Baggy may work for some, and tight may work for some, but for the love of God, it does not work for everyone. Because Baggy looks stupidly un unprofessional, and frankly, recognizing uh, my own past experience, there were times when I had clothes that were baggy, but that was back when I was growing up, and I can't buy the clothing like that, that if you buy your clothes two sizes uh, too big for you, one, your clothes will shrink in the wash, so that should be uh, preemptively prepared. And also, if it's a size too big, it can last you a bit longer. Particularly important between the ages of 12 and 18 when you start to develop more into your adult physical stature. However, the other side to that is also tight clothing, which I have seen with guys who like to go to the gym, who want to accentuate their muscles. Believe me, bro. We can see how big you are. Frankly, we don't need you to rip through your shirt like, uh, what was that uh, cartoon where uh, that guy shook hands with uh, someone he was competing against and when he was shaking their hand, he made so many reps that his, <laughs> his muscle expanded to the point where his shirt actually ripped open. That's, that's a mental image that just keep on happening whenever I see guys wear clothes that are Not only that, but frankly, perhaps wearing in-brand clothing maybe isn't always the way to, way to go. I mean, it's like when Joey wanted to look like a Porsche driver by wearing all those Porsche-related clothes. The jacket, the shirt, the hat, the wallet. It, we get it. You have money. You don't need to rub it in our faces. Seriously. And also, just getting things together. I didn't realize until I was in high school and my theater director actually turned me on to this, that maybe wearing white socks, like white, white socks with a more formal outfit, maybe wasn't the way to go. Maybe you can get away with it when you were a kid or a teenager when you didn't really have much style sense, but as an adult, maybe you can recognize and know, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be uh, going about this way. Not only that, but sometimes, and this is actually a uh, gender neutral piece of advice, less is a little more. Like, there was a, uh, a quote from, I think it was a uh, Gucci or a Prada designer who said that the 
expected and how they always make sure they're not overdressed is that when they put together a uh, an outfit that they want, you know, pants, shirt, outerwear, maybe jewelry, they remove one item. And by doing that, it's always a little reduced so that in case you go overboard, you're protected. And also, generally, underdressed is more a reference to whether or not you're dressed for an occasion versus how much you're actually wearing, which, frankly, is a good uh, piece of perspective and advice to have on your side. And kind of shifting my uh, perspective toward women's attire, and before I start this, let me just say I'm only looking at this from a functional standpoint. I am not a stylist. I do not have the greatest fashion sense in the world. And frankly, if you want to do what you want to do, Frankly, I'm not shaming anyone for making choices. I am only recounting situations that I have experienced. So, I've seen a number of intricate uh, dresses. Cocktail dresses, long dresses, full dresses. And frankly, I think they're all very interesting. I like how they somehow stay up. I think they can really accentuate a woman's body. However, some of them are not exactly the best for certain activities. If you plan on going out and being more of a vanilla dancer and not really putting your hips or bending your knees with it, maybe you should consider something else. Not only that, but depending on where you live, like for instance, I live up in New Hampshire, that's not always the warmest situation. And if you intend on going bar crawling, you're going to have some very frigid levels. Granted, I've also uh, remember from college some girl who wore sweatshirts on top and shorts on the bottom, even in late November. So I suspect that maybe there are some women out there that somehow have nuclear reactors stored in their cabins that just keep their levels up really cold. But I digress. Um, another part that maybe should be uh, looked thought of is comfort versus... Comfort versus aesthetic appeal. Frankly, yoga pants and leggings may seem similar, but no one will tell you they're not. Between thickness and, see and uh, transparency, that's enough right there. Also, where also if you want to just wear a blouse or a button-up shirt with a uh, pair of yoga pants or a nice fitted pair of jeans, and that makes you feel awesome, and that is your style of you know, being you and socializing, by all means, you want to do that. However, if you're going to a more upscale nightclub where maybe the dress code is a bit more button-up, button-down shirt for the guys and maybe more cocktail dress for the girls, maybe, maybe either you should have one or two nice items in your closet or maybe you should consider changing the venue that you're going to go to. Sticking out like a sore thumb is... Maybe how some people like to be, but they usually do it on purpose for empowerment, not because they're not prepared for the situation. But of course, I've also seen some girls pull off yoga pants and a well-fitted t-shirt or a blouse in a good nightclub, and I've also seen girls wear intricate cocktail dresses and still be able to dance with the best of them. So, while I've seen it go wrong, I've also seen it go right. 
So kind of the core of what I wanted to get with you guys is that before you even think about the practice or anything, essentially it's making sure your equipment is right before you step onto the uh, field. It's making sure your pads are fitted. It's making sure that your skates are sharp. It's making sure that your that your hockey stick or your bat is uh, not cracked. It's essentially setting yourself up for success. And if you set yourself up for success, frankly, that makes success all that more assured. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Uncommon Sense. I'm Greg Lane. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow me on Twitter or Facebook. I promise to reply to any questions or posts that you guys uh, do. And as always, never stop learning. No question is uh, too dumb to be posed. And keep living your best life.